Hi guys, Adora here and welcome to episode 5 of Illumination Podcast. Um, today I'm going to be talking about five-year plans. But first, I wanted to talk about something that's been on my mind the past week. So when I started this podcast, I wanted to be able to share impactful content that would be helpful on people's journeys. I wanted to share my experiences and stuff that, you know, other people don't necessarily talk about for whatever reasons. And I've listened to the past four episodes that I recorded and while they might be helpful and i'm sure they're doing a great job impact wise it just bothers me that most of the stuff that i've shared are things that you can probably find easily in a google search or just by listening to other podcasts and you may not necessarily find the exact points that i shared because most of those are from my personal experience but i'm convinced that this podcast needs to go in a different direction and so i want to share more than how to's and tips even though i will share those as we progress um, but i want to be able to share authentic stories that are relatable and helpful in a different type of way basically i want you guys to listen to lumination podcast and smile at the fact that someone else understands your journey and is with you i want to be part of your journey just as you're part of mine and so from this episode i will be talking about my personal experiences the things i've had to unlearn my setbacks my failures things i have found that aren't necessarily the best way of life even though the world tells us that they are i want to talk about self-improvement for what it is self-improvement we often think about it in the context of doing more and piling layers of motivating content just to keep our egos excited but you see, self-improvement is about self. It's about what do you want. It's about what do you need. It's about what is important to you. A lot of times when I talk about the things that have gone on in my life and I share some of the ideologies and the principles that I live by, it can be demotivating, especially if you're used to being motivated by buzzwords. Um, and by excessive ego massages. So you know the type of stuff that the world tells us is motivation, all that cool quotes and cool fun stuff. Anyway, today I'm gonna to be talking about five-year plans, okay? So I feel like most of my life, every time I've been in a media interview to talk about like my life or my accomplishments, one of the questions I always get from the interviewer is, so what's your five-year plan? And that question always causes me all sorts of panic attacks. I was so used to being asked the question. And so when I go into an interview, I'll just have the perfect answer, right? I crafted a response that showed intellect, ambition, seriousness. I mean, how else could I show that I was working, right? <laughs> I just knew how to deliver this thing that I had created in my mind, this pitch, so to speak, of my five-year plan. And I would do it all the time, right? And as time went on, I started to understand purpose and time and passion and spirituality and God. And I realized that it's okay not to have a five-year plan. Okay, it's okay to have goals and things that you really want to do in future. But it's also okay to say, you know what? I don't know where I'm going to be five years from now. And my life has continuously shown me that I never know where I'm going to be five years from now. Right? So whenever people ask me that question, I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> Because I've seen my life move in different directions as I've progressed. So I graduated university. I moved back to Nigeria. I was trying to go back to the United States for a Jewish doctorate and an MBA. Then I started taking up college contracts in Nigeria, just moving sand and granite in trucks. 
and then I was managing a restaurant and then I managed the club then I was project managing TV shows then I was working for a sports company then I got married and I was pregnant and I just kept evolving my five-year plan was looking nothing like the five-year plan story that I was sharing in fact financially I was probably not probably actually I was earning less every year and so the moment I started to focus on purpose and self-awareness, my five-year plan just went to dust. It died <laughs> and I buried it really quick. So yes, I know I'm going somewhere, but I also understand that there are many ways to get there. And with the continuous evolution in my life and being open to letting God do what he wants to do in my life, there's no way that I can paint a five-year plan picture for anybody <laughs> I think that too many people are focused on trying to answer that question either publicly or to themselves and they're continuously just putting pressure on themselves. So you're always thinking to yourself about the future and you're always worrying about things that may never even happen as you visualize them, right? You tell yourself that, you know what, this is where I want to be in five years time. And so every day there is pressure to be able to accomplish that in life, right? You told yourself that in five years time, I'm going to be a billionaire. And then every day there is that pressure of measuring yourself against that big goal that you've put inside. And so you've idolized it so much that it's not even just a goal. It now has become an expectation that you just beat yourself up for, right? You're not even considering the different variables that influence that goal, right? The pressure that you put on to yourself is just unfair. And even worse, it's actually very, 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 very unproductive. That's the truth. Because um, what usually happens is that you spend more time trying to navigate yourself around the mental pressure that you never actually progress towards it. So today, I'm going to talk to you and just say, look, I need you to stop obsessing over what you want to achieve. Okay, so I'm going to say that again. I need you to stop obsessing over what it is that you need to achieve. Stop it. Because the more you obsess over the big goals and your future, the less you can actually do what you need to do. So right now, I just need you to focus on what you need to do right now, this very moment, and just get that done. Get it done. The media has taught us a different way of thinking about motivation. And so my advice to you may send triggers to your mind telling you that if you do this, then what it means is that you're lazy, right? Or that you're not planning for the future. Basically, you just feel like, you know what? With all this stuff that Adora is saying right now, it's just going to make me feel like I'm just floating or I'm in limbo. I mean, if I stop obsessing over my future, doesn't that mean that I'm just unserious? But the thing is, what you don't realize is that by being honest and acknowledging the fact that you don't know where you're going to be in future, you actually give yourself so much power to accomplish more. Because what happens is you start to focus on your day-to-day -day goals and you focus on knocking those off, right? In comparison to people who feel like they've figured out their future and they're just obsessing over that future that they cannot accomplish anything right now. So one of the ways that I've been able to work through um, that obsession over the future is to hit myself with the reality that part of understanding capacity and growth is the need to lower expectations, right? By lowering my expectation of myself, what it does is it gives me an edge over myself, right? It's not me trying to lower my standards or trying to think any less of myself. 
I really believe that you need to be able to tell yourself that, you know what, yes, I want to be president of Nigeria, but right now I'm going to focus on being a local government chairman, right? I'm going to take it and I'm going to knock it out of the park. And when I do that really well, it gives me so much energy and ginger to want to become president, right? I've even had to learn how to lower other people's expectations of me sometimes, right? It's this underdog mentality that I practice. So you're getting pressure from your friends, your family, spouse, colleagues. Sometimes it's okay to say to them, you know what, worst case scenario, let's say all these expectations that you have of me don't come to pass, then what? So you have an expectation based on my ambition that this is what I should have accomplished by a set time. This is the income level that I should have attained and whatnot. But let's say, right, that none of this happens anytime soon, then what? Does that change who I am to you? Does it change the dynamics of my relationship with you? This was very important for me to do because I looked around me and I realized that people who were my peers were working in banks, in organizations where they were being paid in a range of, let's say, 300 to 500K. And their lifestyle seemed to be fine to the same people who were putting pressure on me. And here was me who was earning more but because I'm such an ambitious person and there's an expectation of the type of person that I am, what I'm supposed to be doing, where I'm supposed to be going, the people around me started to put pressure on me and it started to make me feel like I was not doing enough, right? And so I started to ask myself in comparison to my peers, I'm doing a good job. I'm doing really well. So why is it that people have this perception and people feel like they need to put pressure on me? So what I did was I just said to them, you know what, let's say I'm not going to amount to any of the visions, any of the expectations that you have of my future. Would you accept me as I am right now? And trust me, guys, this really liberated me. You need to stop living in this bubble where you're continuously pressured. You're pressured by yourself. You're pressured by the people around you. There's so much expectation. It's just not allowing you to truly express yourself. It's not allowing you to harness your skills. It's not allowing you to learn, to take risks, to grow, to enjoy failing because failure is an important part of that success. But if you're continuously walking on eggshells of expectations because you're afraid to fail, you're never going to be able to do any amazing work. The way I see it, Slow progress is better than none at all. And so you need to take things as they come each day and just focus on getting those done. Okay? I'm going to say that again. You need to take things as they come each day and just focus on getting that done. All right, guys. I hope that that helped you. And I hope that I'll be able to share more of these messages because this is really what Lumination is about. I don't want to be that person who is just trying to motivate you guys with buzzwords and just get you excited about stuff because I think that motivation has its place but life is beyond buzzwords and it's also beyond doing the whole you know 10 steps to doing something blah 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 there's so much that we carry as spirits and I feel like we're not having enough conversations about that but if we truly want to thrive with peace with joy with self-awareness purpose and just become all that we're meant to be then we must be willing to experience the discomfort that comes from authenticity. And so if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please share it with as many people as you can and follow Lumination Podcast on Instagram. I love you guys. I hope you're following me on Instagram as well. It's adora.lumina. Love you guys and catch you in episode six.